Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. And it's a sad week this week, as in fact, this is our last deep dive of the season. As of course we're talking about the season finale of The Last of Us, episode 9, titled Look for the Light. To wade through the tears with me this week, I'm joined by my regular survivors. First up, a man that I've seen snap on many occasions, and one whose rampaging warpath is not to be messed with. It's John. Hello. Very grumpy. I am a monster. Yeah, yeah yes. A brutal, brutal monster man you are. <laughs> Don't ever get in John's way. Okay? Excuse no me. One. And of course... <laughs> There you go, sir. Uh, and <laughs> then to a man who myself and John have been escorting, carrying, keeping alive all this time. It's little Gareth, little meek Gareth. Yeah, well, it's a good job you, you've managed it because I'm here to here to correct your grammar. Myself and John doesn't make any sense, mate. So, mm. yeah. What would it be then instead? It'd be John and I have escorted him. Mm. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. That's why... One of us is some sort of teacher, that's Gareth, and the other one isn't. Anyway, <laughs> sorry for but, my grammar. But also, it is good grammar that will get you through the apocalypse, so... Yes, that's right, yes, yes. Let's get practising. And I! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you boys all right? Yeah. Truck, keep on trucking, you're trucking along? Yeah, keep on trucking, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, trucking and foot. No, not that as well. Just doing another one of these. Yeah. Just doing another one of these, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, more yeah. of these. <laughs> mm. Well, this is one of the last ones because it's the fucking finale, isn't it? So it's the last of us. It's the last, <laughs> the last of us. Um, of course, this is the end of the season. Me and Gareth, we've already given you our hot take thoughts, uh, which you can listen to now. <laughs> but you know who we haven't heard from. It's the grumpy one. It's John. Missen. John. Yeah. I'm fascinated, as I'm sure some listeners are, to hear what you think, <laughs> as a Shonley and not a game player, <laughs> of the finale of The Last of Us. Could you please let us know your thoughts and give it some delicious, delicious blueberries? Before I score it, yay or nay, it's a question mm. to you both. That's yeah. not the question. Um... I agree. Just be like, oh, yay. Yay. Um, the length of the episode, does it hurt the episode? Well, mm, yay. Yay. Yeah, I think it does. I just don't understand it. I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. I don't know what the choice was behind it. Like, uh, like I feel like this could be a five blue episode with i don't know 15 more minutes or something flesh out some of some of it you know uh, it's a four bloob i'll give it a four bloob um and i think the very best bits of this episode are probably better than some of the bits that happened in the five bloob episodes this season but it's just i don't know like to, to go out on the shortest episode of the season it kind of didn't even feel like it didn't feel like the last episode of the season. It felt like like a bolt on, like an after credits thing. 
Like, it's just a bit weird, I thought. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so I'll give it four bloobs. Um, we'll talk about the old, uh, the giraffe, because, Len, I know you loved it. Um, <laughs> and you've seen, you, I'm sure you've Wait, seen it a on. couple more times now. Before, before you say this, yeah. the CGI wasn't that good, was it? Is that what you're going to say? No, it's it's a real giraffe, Gareth. Right, it's okay. a real giraffe. The green screen. So there's no. I think it's a green screen the that green... ruins it. Like the whole thing looks a bit weird. You do get a bit of um, tearing, a bit of blurring with the movement. It's when you work with giraffes, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's when you work with giraffes. But that's a technical thing. Uh, talking about the time, the forty-three minute thing. Um, yeah, I don't understand it either. And I t- I said this in a hot take. I, d- I, d- I don't get it. Now. Mm. Uh, I'll go next, Gareth, because I'm just rambling here. I'll talk about the time thing first. And it is bizarre that when you've got a character like Marlene, who we haven't seen since episode one, and although we do see in the cold open, which is fantastic, uh, it's bizarre to me that they didn't use an extra 15 minutes to give more context to the Fireflies. Mm. because you haven't seen the Fireflies for a very long time. And to be honest with you, we don't know much about the Fireflies. And it would have made sense to have a few more scenes in and around their base with Marlene, potentially, to flesh out them and their motivations and stuff. Because it's very difficult to, I think, if you're not a game player, I think you'll be a bit confused as to who the Fireflies are and what their actual motivations are. Now, the Fireflies are not a uh, good guy group necessarily. And the produ- production of this vaccine... I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Forgot about that one guy. You, shut up back there, all right? Yeah. Um, the production of this vaccine actually is a very interesting uh, idea because... If you think about it, and there's a lot of debate about this in the Last of Us community as well, the <laughs> Fireflies would essentially become the de facto leaders of the world with the power of this vaccine if, if it was created, which is still up for debate as to whether or not this vaccine would even work. You know, Pfizer. It's not like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's a certainty. Yeah, what's the efficacy of this vaccine? Get on Facebook 10%. and find out whether it works <laughs> or not. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so, so to me, you know, they would have all the power if they created this vaccine. They would choose who lives, who dies. They would become de facto rulers. And they're not necessarily good guys. You know, we've seen what happens to uh, groups that overthrow Fredra, like with Kansas City, and, and necessarily it doesn't always go the way that you think it does. So <clears throat> that's interesting. I do think they need more time. And I'm baffled as to why they didn't have more time. Now, my score, okay, is <laughs> difficult. It's very difficult. Because uh, the story means a lot to me, and I said this in a hot take. I'll just score it as an episode. <laughs> Fuck's Give sake! It four moves it deserves. Fucking hell! It's such a coward. I, like, I was listening yeah. to the hot take earlier, and mm. the no, no, no. Because I've I've got to say, um, and you were like, no, because it is a great episode. Like you knew that you it were going to give episode. it four episodes. No, but it's fine. Four episodes. Uh, I give it four episodes. Fucking hell, I'm all four over episodes. The place. Sorry, I scoffed my dinner before this, and it's obviously gone to my head. Um, yeah, so it's like you know, 
just give it four bloobs. It, like, no one's going to go, oh, Lend didn't give it five bloobs. That's it. I'm going to complain. And if they do, fuck them. Hmm. Can you let me do my little my little story about the story, or are we just going to... Just get on I'm with it. I'm going to tell you the score. Okay. <laughs> right. Now, if anyone didn't hear the hot take, I literally said, and Gareth laughed at this, and it's very fair, that I literally think about this character, these characters and the story every single week. Oh, no, that's stupid, life. isn't it? <laughs> Weird thing to say. It's so... Fucking true. I do think about this game all Such of the time. Guy. This game is a huge part of my life, and the story is a huge part of my life. <laughs> I've been rambling on to you two about it before the show came he out. He called his son Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> That's thing you would never um, think he has a kid with the way he talks. You think he's just a, like yeah, a loner somewhere. And and you know his, his, his little daughter, Cordyceps, as well? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she grows on you. Oh, very good. <laughs> She's a fun guy. Yeah, yeah, that was obvious. That one, Gareth. That was you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're saying yeah. that. Anyway, give you're it four blues. <laughs> Do you remember Gareth when uh, I first completed this game? Me and you were in our, and you've been there, John. The Streatham Dungeon. flat is this like it's like this top floor flat shithole Streatham, and it was a shithole. <laughs> It was all right. And I still, it was all right, yeah. And I still remember, the reason I remember that flat is because it was the last place me and you lived together, Gaz. And then it was also <laughs> completing fucking Last of Us. Mm. And I think they've done a very good job recreating that feeling that I had at the <laughs> end of the game, right? And and it is a very... Do you reckon they were like, what we want to do here is really capture yeah. the feeling of living in a flat in Streatham. In Streatham. <laughs> South East London, yeah. <laughs> South West London. South West, yeah. I think South they did West. a good job of recreating um, the ending. Um, I love the performances. I love the nuance. I love the set design. The only thing is, it just didn't hit me as hard. Okay, and it's obviously because I knew it was coming and stuff like that. But I also think there's a bit of an issue. Well, you've got a nicer house now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I also think there's a bit of an issue. And it's it's because in the game, you are reluctantly doing these things. You are on a set path. You, you question what Joel is doing. But you still have to do it. You still have to kill all these fireflies. <laughs> Control him, you didn't get you? To the sur- <laughs> of course, yeah. You get to the <laughs> surgery room. And you're literally, it's a very fucking amazing video game moment because you're standing there. There is no way of, for you to get out of that room without killing the fucking surgeon and the nurses if you want to or whatever, right? Just stay in here then. <laughs> stay in, you could just stay, stay there. I've off. never actually done that. That'd be interesting. You could do that. And I think that's very hard to recreate in the show because we're just watching it, right? And it's got a bit of a different feeling to it. In saying that as well, Rambling. I think Joel, Joel, Joel going full Rambo, talking about Rambo. Joel going full Rambo for that scene. I'm Rambo. Let me explain where I've come from for 28 minutes. I'll just get on with it. Him going full Rambo is at odds with the violence in the rest of the season. Mm. It doesn't make as much sense. Like him just being able to wipe out like 20, 30 guys. Are we going to talk about this um, scene in a bit? <laughs> So for me, it just misses out on being, you know, excellent. Like John said, it's a four bloob episode. Um, I still think that some of the moments in there are still fucking amazing. And I'd love to know what people who only know the show think, because I think they would be as stunned as I was in that little flat in Streatham. 
10 years ago. What am yeah. I doing here? All right, Gary. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Imagine that, they're transported to fucking strip. I've not even seen the last episode. What? Why have you broken in and ruined this fucking show for me? <laughs> Get off my PlayStation 3. Because <laughs> um, you're playing it and you're controlling him, but he just does what he wants. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, go on then, Gaz. Give it five bleeps. I'll keep it short. Um, I've, I think I've given every episode, apart from one, five blueberries, and I stand by it. I thought mm. every every one of those episodes deserved it in isolation. But what I did say at the time was, because obviously, you know, John criticising a lot, saying, yeah, but they're, they're squeezing the time out at the end. Like, the, this, is, this is using up valuable time. And I said, I'll judge the final episode on its own merits as well. And if that is where this time issue comes home to roost then that's where it will come out in the in the wash in the scores and it does and it's it's my second four blueberry episode and i think i agree with pretty much everything you said john in terms of it like as an episode uh, for for that 45 minutes it was excellent i think everything mm. that we actually that we saw everything that happened was was really effective. Um, I really enjoyed watching it, but then, yeah, did did I did it quite did it have quite the impact um, that the game had in our little flat in Streatham, as you say, Len? Probably not, and, mm. and I think that is a symptom um, of the fact that they've they've kind of messed up the the running times of a lot of these these episodes, so. Again, I, I absolutely stand by my five blueberries for episodes that maybe seemed like they were taking away time from this one. But that does affect the finale, which again, yeah. it, it was it was a really, it was a very, very good, it was a great, in fact, episode of television. It wasn't phenomenal because it was missing something. And yeah, an extra 10 minutes probably would have helped that um either fireflies yeah. or a little bit of infected might have been handy at some point um but uh yeah but yeah i still loved it yeah i mean it is worth noting just quickly that this chapter is the shortest chapter of the game and the chapters do get progressively shorter it's weird it's like the front half of the game is split into seasons the first two seasons are like <laughs> 10 hours of gameplay and the last two seasons are like four hours of gameplay combined so it is short, and I get what they're doing, but they've told us perspectives, you know, from other groups. Like, we got more of David's community. We got fucking loads of Kathleen's community. So we're seeing these other sections of society that you don't get from the game because you're in Joel's and Ellie's perspective. And, of course, in a TV show, you've got more scope. You can show different perspectives. It feels bizarre they didn't give another 15 minutes to the Fireflies. You know, we even saw more fucking Fedra in the Left Behind episode. You see Captain Quan uh, and he's like telling Ellie this stuff and giving him a more human side to the fire, uh, Fedra. And it would have been interesting just to see a touch more of the Fireflies. And I don't understand why they didn't do that. You know, especially mm. when you've got Marlene there. She's a fantastic actress and she's very compelling. Same actress from the game. And I think there could have been a bit more scope there. 
that's the only reason it gets a four in, in, in my mind. And I'm sure, as you guys have just said, it's similar reasons. So mm. uh, a few things to get into before you know, uh, we, we dive into the scene by scene. Just to say that if you are enjoying this podcast and you've listened to us throughout the season and you've not been listening on our main channel, Fan Critical, could you please uh, search that or go in the show notes? There's a link to it right there. Click it and uh, subscribe to Fan Critical because we've got loads of other episodes on there. You can go back in time to over 300 episodes reviewing, obviously, as I'm sure if you like this show, like Last of Us, there's stuff on there that you like, like Game of Thrones, Westworld, which was an absolute shambles by the end, uh, Stranger Things, uh, loads of stuff, all Marvel movies, Mandalorian, Severance, we've got reviews for loads of shit on there, so go check it out, that's Fan Critical, on any podcast app, platform, Spotify, or on the link in the show notes. Now, uh, of course, you can also sponsor us on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical. Uh, we've had lots of patrons join us this season. Thank you so much for your support. It is amazing. Uh, that's patreon.com forward slash fancritical. Now, there'll be a little musical interlude. And when we come back, scene by scene breakdown of episode nine, look for the light. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Well, boys, we open this finale with a heavily pregnant woman running through the woods. She's being chased by the infected and she makes her way to a farmhouse. She bolts the doors and barricades herself in as her water breaks. Unfortunately, though, an infected breaks through and Anna has to kill it. She then notices the baby has popped out, but not before (laughs) she was bitten on the leg. She cuts the umbilical cord and cradles little Ellie. Oh, dear. How have you made that funny? (laughs) It's a skill. Well, baby's popped out. Well, it does. I know. I mean, it's... We've all been there. We've all been through the birthing procedure as support people, obviously. not. So you now didn't just pop out. You're about to make yourself extremely (laughs) unpopular, Len. I know it didn't just pop out. What's wrong with you? Hurry up. We'll go cinema. Go watch Avatar for I'm the just... fourth time. Um, <clears throat> yes. Really good, actually, this scene. Um, very sad. Very sad. I, I know Gaz was talking about uh, this on the hot take. But it is. It is a, it's emotional as a parent. You know, like mm. when, when babies are at that, you know, when they just pop out like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's when they're at their most vulnerable. So it's very, very sad. I um, I recently watched Len. You'll uh, you'll you'll enjoy this. Um, oh, please, your uh, mass public horror choice. 
uh, a quiet place. And again, yeah, brilliant for five bloobs actually. So yeah, nice. Um, is that the first time you've seen it? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it is great. Yeah. Well um, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, and again, like that. Uh, I don't want to spoil that film, but there, there, maybe a baby pops out in that as well. Yeah, maybe um, in very stressful circumstances. Yes, yeah. uh, and again, it's that vulnerability, you know, in a world full of monsters. Um, very sad. Very sad. Yes, it is very sad, and I, I'm always on edge whenever there's a little baby on screen like that, and especially now, <laughs> obviously, as a parent. Um, couple, th- couple things to to dive into here. Anyone who didn't hear the hot take and doesn't know this information, uh, Anna. Ellie's mum is actually played by Ellie, by, by Ellie from the games, Ashley Johnson. Mm. So Ashley Johnson uh, is the actress from the games. Her voice is so recognisable as Ellie if you've played through the games. Um, so in a way, she is, you know, giving birth to herself. Yeah. You know, Ellie is giving birth to Ellie. Um, and the showrunners <laughs> have talked about that. And it's, and it's very interesting. They wanted to pass on that sort of genetic DNA of that character. And Ashley Johnson is so synonymous with uh, Last of Us. I think it is just I will a- say, amazing to see I'll her. I'll say again, as a seven hot take, she looks like she looks like Bella Ramsey. Yeah, mm. she does. I think she does. They and... lucked out there, to be fair, because <laughs> like, yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine if she just looked nothing like her. It, what would they do? But I'll oh, just put put this. And, and she's fucking brilliant in this scene. And the, and the next scene, which we're going to talk about. Um, uh, the bite on her leg, uh, according to information we know, gives her in the region of 12 to 24 hours until she turns. Um, that is according to the law that Google. has been set up in this world. Google and that. Um, I'll tell you an- another another emotional punch with, with this scene and the quality quality of acting as well is uh, the the way that like obviously she's just meeting her daughter f- for the first time and that she know. she knows that she won't she's never going to see she's her she's never going to be able to look yeah. after her um that's horrible and so it's heartbreaking it's absolutely heartbreaking um yeah and of course this does tell us how ellie is immune which is a controversial thing i i suppose because in the game you just don't know yeah mm. and They've given us this extra information here. Um, and it kind of, in a way, it kind of makes Joel's decision worse at the end. It's interesting because you actually know that Ellie is very, it's not just luck. There is an actual set of circumstances that has made her this yeah. <laughs> saviour of humanity. It's, I mean, it's still, it's still luck, but I guess you mean like it's Definitely not luck, a thing yeah. that will just happen. Just yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So I mean, like a, a, another human isn't going to be born where this just happened. This ha- this like set of circumstances has to happen the exact same way, and then you have to hope that it just. Ha- you know what I mean? I think it's it's think, reverse um, engineering. I mean, I on the hot take, like I quite liked it, <laughs> yeah. but um, I can imagine that people won't. I wondered if have you had a look? Like, has there been any reaction online uh, to it? Yeah, so far it's okay. Um, it's positive. I would say is is what interesting. Uh, I I will watch Reddit closely in the next few days. Maybe when we do a season wrap up, we'll see we'll something else, it, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's on. got he's got CGI giraffes to look at for ten minutes a day as well. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. it is now night time and we see a group uh, with torches heading towards the farmhouse, looking like fireflies in the night. It's Marlene and the fireflies. <laughs> uh, Marlene is Hello. Anna's best friend and she is instructed to take Ellie, look after her and then kill Anna. She reluctantly accepts. It's interesting. Uh, Marlene <laughs> looking after Ellie all this time, something that we know she did. Mm. Now we know why she did it. Uh, and maybe always knowing that she might be immune. Yeah. And that is very interesting because Marlene discovers uh, Riley dead and Ellie in the mall. And she doesn't shoot Ellie, even though Ellie's been infected, which is like, I've always been like, why? Why didn't she do that? And then now it's because maybe there's this glimmer of hope that she's immune. It's quite an interesting little but then, narrative beat. Then what you also have is this like philosophical dilemma where she's essentially raised Ellie, protected her, raised her like cattle to be slaughtered. And you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to do brutal spoilers for Harry <laughs> Potter, but there is a bit of a parallel there. Um, I won't won't go into detail. Oh, for, I was on Half Blood Prince Part Two. For fuck's <laughs> sake! Um, You've just you're telling me what? <laughs> just in case anyone hasn't so heard of, just tell just tell me Dobby lives. Harry Potter. Just tell me he lives. Oh um, fuck! We'll talk later. Okay. Um. <clears throat> but it's a it's a, it's a Shit, anyway, question. Like, is this is this all right? <laughs> is it all right? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Well, yeah, I, I, it's all right. <laughs> now, I, I I tell you what's interesting. She puts uh, Ellie into Fedra as an orphan because it's the safest place for her to to grow up. I think that's very smart, and she sort of watches her from afar. Um, I don't think she ever has Who's the intention that at you of... on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> Get down. Um, I don't think she ever has the intention of necessarily knowing if she's immune or not. But but it must be playing on her mind. Surely there must be something there. You know. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, it was it was good. Great scene. Brutal. <laughs> Ashley Johnson, fucking fantastic. Marlene, the actress playing Marlene, is the same from the game. We've talked about this in Thicker Corner, and she's also fucking brilliant. Um. I love this opening. And uh, then we smash cut to Ellie in present day, a bit out of sorts, not really listening or engaging with Joel as they approach Salt Lake City, um, where they believe the Firefly camp is now situated. Um, Hmm. Bit of a role reversal here, lads. uh, You know, remember back to episode three, Ellie's like just fucking chewing Joel's ear off about everything. And now it's the other way around. Mm. Yeah, and that's the other way around. Joel's like, oh, I found this, I found Boggle. What's up? Do you want to learn to play guitar? Hey, what about this thing? Mm. And Ellie's yeah. like, you know. Boggle. this film called... Uh... Stop talking about them. I've never been to the cinema. I went once and <laughs> I said... Dawn of the Wolf, part two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop going on, yeah. Joel, honestly. I've had out to here with you. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's a bit like, though. She's just out of sorts completely. Um, mm. And the only We've thing that gets there. her out of it is, of course, we have one of the most iconic scenes yeah, in any video game. And 
It is as Joel and Ellie are navigating through a building. Ellie runs off as she sees something. Joel follows until they encounter a giraffe. So fucking hell, look, look at this weird-looking horse. (laughs) They then see the beauty of nature as a whole flock. Is it a flock of giraffes? A whole flock of giraffes are wandering around. Herd. Herd of giraffes. Yes, a herd, yeah. Bird-related. I think... I agree, but I do think flock is used in non-aviation type animals as well. So <laughs> I think that is a true. Flock of sheep, Gareth. Type animals. Gareth. You're not making up for myself earlier. That's doesn't... A flock of sheep. Perfect example. Yeah, a true. gaggle of sheep. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, a parade. A school of I sheep. I think it's a parade of giraffes. That feels legit. Oh, that does feel good. Yeah, it does sound good. Group, um, I'm going to go. All right, then, John. I'm going to drive yeah, a mental on. otherwise. Group of giraffes hanging out at the pub. What do you call them? <laughs> That's not a giraffe. It's called... It reminds me of a joke while John's doing it. I'll tell you a joke. Um, herd. Guy goes, herd. Guy goes, it is a herd. Oh, all right. Yeah. Herd. Guy goes into a pub with uh, his pet giraffe and uh, goes, yeah. and, goes and lies down by the fire. Um, and the guy goes to order a, a beer. And the barman says, it's too hey, mate, long, you can't... this joke. You can't leave that. You can't leave that line in here. And he goes, "Huh? It's not a line. It's a giraffe." Oh, that's good. I was convinced you were going to tell that joke that lasts about twenty minutes and just doesn't even have a punchline. Save <laughs> um, yeah. so that giraffe. That's good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. John, go on. Then you had an issue with this scene. Just looks weird, I'm, I'm doesn't fascinated it? Fascinated to hear it. it. Just looks weird. Yeah. Like okay. Uh, like the background is like I mean the fact that the background is fake so it makes everything look fake I'm even like are they leaves like the like is is that real like (laughs) it's just too imagine that yeah no no the background is real the giraffes were real should we hold the The leaves should we hold these leaves (laughs) what leaves yeah (laughs) um yeah uh, look I I know this is a uh a famous scene from, I was about to say the book then, <laughs> uh, from the game. There's a book. Um, but uh, I don't know, it just didn't land with me, to be honest. I was just a bit like, okay. Why don't you take a leaf out of my book, mate? Take oh. a leaf out of my nah, book. No, wind your neck in. And, uh, no. oh. <laughs> nah, look, I, I will say I've studied the scene because I'm a bit of a a stickler for special effects. And you know, if they go wrong, I get very annoyed. Like I criticized house of the dragon for some of its shitty, shitty effects, which blows my mind because they've got so much fucking money. Mm. None of it should look bad ever. Um, they've got more money than this show house of the dragon. Um, I will say that I did notice the green, the green screen on second viewing a lot more when I literally studied it. Um, I will stand by my point that the giraffe looks real. I think they got a giraffe in a green screen room, and I think it's the guy in a suit, isn't it? the over. <laughs> well, a few guys, obviously. Good neck. Uh, it'd be at least four guys, I reckon. Yeah, it'd be about twenty Gareths in that giraffe <laughs> suit. Um... A gaggle of guys. <laughs> a gaggle of Gareths. Yeah. Um, but I will say, yeah, the background is a bit oversaturated. You can see in the wide shot, um, it it looks a bit. Silly, but we're the only ones who are going to fucking notice that. Most general viewers aren't going to see that. Um, so let's everything talk about you hoped for, Ellie, that's a bit saturated, isn't it? From it, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I 
do with some real leaves. Um, let's let. <laughs> Maybe the scene would work better if I held some real leaves. Wait, no, shut hold up. on. Just, they're going to be I there. Forgot. Surely our favourite line in the whole series happens at this point. When Ellie says, it's had its up and downs. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did notice that. Mm. Back to the escalator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it has actually got one of the best. Uh, uh, look, let's talk about what the scene means. What do you think the scene means? Because that Giraffe, is interesting. That is, Giraffe, yeah. That is at, definitely. That is at the heart of what this. To ignore what the green screen's doing and just what do you think this moment it's just off means? Just putting in it. Someone's characters. like, "What do you think this means?" I'm like, "Why does that look so weird at the back there?" <laughs> uh, what does it mean? It means they don't have as much budget as um, <laughs> House of the Dragon. That's the message, isn't it? That's what they were sending out. They were like, "Look, we need more money for season two. So let's just let's pick this scene and oversaturate the background so that we get more cash for us. It's like it's like when a manager <laughs> yeah. just picks his under 18s to play just to <laughs> prove a point that he hasn't yeah. been able to spend enough In football. Money. That does happen. Yeah. Soccer. Um it means um what John was saying about giraffes, isn't it? Yeah. I I mean it's open to interpretation obviously, but like Is it? it's it's such a moment of like peacefulness amongst all the violence and everything mm. and it's to show i guess that there's still innocence in the world and ellie's innocence oh, giraffe, is still there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so an innocent earlier it's what? a gaggle of innocence <laughs> <laughs> but no like ellie ellie you know you think about what she's just done she's bludgeoned David to death. Yeah, you think about that scene of her literally just bludgeoning his head mm. in. Yeah. Um, and then you have this moment where she's completely zoned out and then this brings her back and Joel sees that and it's just a lovely moment between them. We then obviously have... Oh, she's hit the giraffe. <laughs> the li- <laughs> <laughs> we have the line where Joel's like, <laughs> imagine that, she starts bludgeoning the fucking giraffe. <laughs> Fucking hell. We don't have a line where Joel's like, look, we don't have to fucking do this. Um, you know, we can just go to Tommy's, forget this whole thing happened. And Bella Ramsey's delivery of this this iconic line, you know, after everything that I've done, it can't be for nothing. Um, loved it. Fucking loved it. Bella Ramsey's fantastic in this episode. Uh, I know she's asleep for the final <laughs> for much of it, but uh, some of it is fucking amazing. Definitely, yeah, her performance is definitely better in the first half of this episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit catatonic in the second <laughs> half until the ending. Lazy. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, uh, they then wandered towards the hospital uh, with an evacuated triage centre. Joel confesses he tried to kill himself the day after Sarah died, but he fucked it up. Uh, he then says, time isn't what fixed him, but Ellie is. Well, he doesn't say the last bit. Yeah, it's open to interpretation, yeah? <laughs> well, it's not, is it? It's fucking Giraffes obvious, are. isn't it? It's, come on. Yeah. Giraffes are what done it. What do you think, what do you think this scene means, guys? <laughs> <laughs> did, they, was that, is, is that, uh, did that happen in the, the game? No. No, no, no. And we'll talk about it more in the corner. But this is uh, another fascinating bit of information that we're like, what the fuck? Joel tried to kill himself? Mm. And it's not unbelievable because he is obviously distraught after his daughter fucking dies and it's awful. And 
he's just wandered around as a ghost for like 20 years, a murdering, brutal ghost who just, as you see later <laughs> in this episode, is capable of terrible, terrible Ghostly things. Ghostly things. Uh, so, so to to, to humanise him in this way and give yeah. him, the, you know, the fact you just that said he was a murdering ghost. <laughs> well, he's a human, you know. Yeah. Right, Very yeah, sorry, fascinating yeah. character is Joel. Obviously, great character. Um, so I I really liked uh, this extra bit of information and um, it's a good scene. The moment moment between Ellie and Joel here is is lovely, and of course it's short lived because then they're reading more hilarious puns. Uh, and a flash banged by some fireflies. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he's uh, snappy. You've read that one out before, <laughs> haven't you? Um, why? So, I mean, <clears throat> they've got the drop on them, haven't they? Yep. Fireflies. Like, they're creeping up behind them. It's a little girl and a yep. guy. Why are they flash banging them? <laughs> what a waste <laughs> that is. Mm-hmm. It? Yeah, there can't be many of those grenades lying around. Mm. It's not Definitely a lion, not. it's a giraffe. Um, this is different <laughs> in the game, and we'll talk about it in Clicker Corner. And I think there's reasons why they didn't do it. Uh, and this is the far cheaper option. Mm. <laughs> this is the option that saves you a million dollars. So yeah. this is probably why they did it this way. Stick them on the back um, of the head. Don't even use a flashbang. Well, it does in a way. Uh, we'll talk about it in Clicker Corner because it's interesting, uh, the difference there. Joel then wakes up in hospital under guard with Marlene. She says that Ellie is being prepped for surgery, surgery that will kill her as they believe they can collect the cordyceps growing in her brain to create a vaccine and save humanity. Joel says she can't do this before Marlene orders her men to march him outside and if he tries anything, kill him. Yeah. This this guy that's marching him out, Oh my word! He, could he try <laughs> harder to be killable? Did I say to stop? Yeah. I didn't hear anyone say stop. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just give him a little nudge. To... Let's rewind a little bit to the uh, scene between Marlene and Joel. Fucking loved it. Uh, quick again, though, in it. Do you not think it is quick? He's it literally just got it's up. Also quick Imagine in the having game. a conversation like that after you've just got up. Like you'd be like, Oh, can I have a glass of water or something? Yeah, give me a cup like, of jelly. He's or concussed. Please. Yeah. He's concussed as well. Yeah. Right, come on, march that guy out. I know he's definitely gonna try something, but let's just march him out. You t- uh, you two. You too. You uh you incompetent and you who's not allowed to say any lines. March him out. <laughs> Um, I've always thought mental. Yeah. <laughs> tie him up I've just thought... tie him up until it ends and then go right now fuck him off yeah I've always thought it's interesting that Marlene ju- doesn't just kill Joel now there's a lot of debate as to why this is she um, loves him because <laughs> <laughs> she understands what he's been through the connection that he's made with Ellie because she has that connection to Ellie as well there's a lot of like you know, she, he's the only person who can understand the weight of the decision that I'm making. Um, you know, Marlene is like, you know, she's sacrificing her best friend's wishes here. Um, she just doesn't you know, seem that bothered. Killing her daughter. Well, I, she does. She's crying. There's tears on. rolling down her fucking oh, eyes. come on, Kinnell. Seeing people cry not getting into clubs, mate. It doesn't mean anything, does it? For fuck's sake. <laughs> like, come on. Like, yeah, they I was really definitely could have. To a big night out. 
afterwards. <laughs> yeah, go on, you and your herd, fuck off. Um, you never get him in anyway. Look at the size of the guy. Um, I yeah. th- th- see. This is where they could have like an extra, you know, five minutes of them having a conversation. Like and yep. like, uh, as a as someone that hasn't played the games, like if you're just watching this, there's no real drama. Like you know, she's not going to convince Joel. Like, but they could have fleshed the acting chops here. Like, like I I I didn't get it that she was that gutted. It's like well, we just got to get on with it, isn't it? Just get on with it. It's like well, that that's why I wanted to see more of Marlene. Yeah, that's why I wanted to see more of Marlene. Now look, uh, I hope this is for another day, but we will see definitely um, some scenes with her in season two. I'm sure of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying I wanted to see those scenes here. I just wanted to see more of her. Maybe even more, a scene with her and Ellie would have been interesting. You know, um, yeah. to get that sort of paternal link that that she's. You know, you said you didn't buy that she cares, John. So that would have been interesting. Um, but it's, you know, you've got the two sort of <laughs> sides of the coin here with Joel and Marlene and Marlene, like, sacrificing her humanity to save humanity and Joel sacrificing humanity to save his humanity. So it's quite interesting because it's a selfish decision what he does next. I mean, whichever fucking way you look at it. Um Joel, after being escorted by these two uh, absolute dweebs outside the hospital, absolutely decimates them. Mm. Uh, he then goes into a bit of a trance, uh, a bit Rambo-like, killing every single firefly in the building mm. before getting to the surgery theatre. I'm going to put the music in here because the music is actually the music that's played in the game when you pick Ellie up and you're running to the elevator escaping the guards I fucking love it the string arrangement of the theme it's beautiful Um, but it's tragic and when it's played over this section of him shooting all of these people it's obviously to say that this is he's he's doing something incredibly evil he is he is you know (laughs) doing this terrible terrible act John where do you fall down on Joel's decision here and also what are your thoughts on the increase in violence when we've talked about violence being at a premium this Mm. season I think Joel probably could have gone alright give us 10 grand and I'll just I'll walk away could make some money out of it couldn't he (laughs) Um, oh, obviously he's right, isn't he? Just kill all of them. They're all fucking dweebs anyway. Like, I mean, that, and don't worry about humanity. It's fucked. It's dead. It's finitoed. You yeah. know? That's an interesting point. Isn't it? It's an interesting point. I'm talking about point. the real world. I'm not talking about this, <laughs> this show. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. The, uh, look, him going on a rampage and killing everyone is a bit silly. Let's let's be honest. For for a show that has kind of maintained, made it realistic. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like there's been some several times this season where I'm thinking like when they crash in in Kansas City, you know, usually there there was like ten assailants, but they stripped it back to like two and Brian, mm. and <laughs> you know it made sense. 
they made I believe that Joel could take this, all these people down. These are trained soldiers, and he's just dispatching them. That's my only issue with it. It's like because it does. It's a, in the game. It makes perfect sense. You're fucking. You, you've been you've been killed. You've killed so many people. Yeah, you know you've what I mean. Up. It's not an issue. Um, leveled up. That's right. The 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 use of sound is great. I, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, the music's fucking awesome. Mm. But yeah, I mean, look, I I, I let it go. I let it go because I just wanted uh, just just get on with it. Just get this episode done, and then <laughs> that's it. I do one more of these pods, and I'm I'm free. Um, yeah, so it was all right. It was all right. Um, Gaz, do you agree with Joel's I decision? Gaz loved it. And what the decision to kill everyone? Um, yeah, and save Ellie and doom humanity well potentially i think you know you, you you understand you understand it i think the kind of nuance with it comes a bit later in the conversation between joel and marlene where it's like yeah yeah you know the, it, on one hand you can look at it as humanity saving humanity versus saving one girl and think about yeah. all of the all of the kids that are going to die if if we don't do this um but it think it's, like, it's not even a guarantee well He's it's got not some guys talking about so like, i mean is he really a doctor or did he used to work in a warehouse somewhere and he, he thought, had a, right, if i wear he this a little badge on like me <laughs> tune in for season two john that's um, all i'll say about that he had a little doctor badge on there's no um, guarantee. It's not like definitely if we do this, we're definitely going to get the cure. Imagine if he turned around and went, uh, nah, fucked it. Sorry, get another kid. <laughs> like, be fuming, you, you? Is it worth it? Maybe it is, but but no. Yeah. I mean, on a personal level, like if I was if I if if that was up to me, I wouldn't I I wouldn't be I wouldn't sacrifice anybody that. Yeah, fucking hell, find mm. another way. Look at COVID. Yeah. We got there in the end. Find someone else. Yeah. Um, Once I yes. accepted it was just a cold, everyone was fine. <laughs> but also, <laughs> right. So, can we just accept? Can we start to learn to live with cordyceps? How about that? Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's been what, long enough. <laughs> what I would say is, it's it's not up to it's not up to any of them. It's up to Ellie. It's Ellie's choice. Yes, and we'll, we will talk about that in a minute. Uh, at the operating theatre, he enters and orders them to unhook her. Inside, there is a doctor and several nurses. The doctor grabs a scalpel and Joel shoots him dead, orders the others to turn around as he carries Ellie down to the car park. I won't let you take uh, her. This plays, out, <laughs> this plays out like the game, <laughs> but as I talked about before, in the game, you are literally just... You're kind of at that moment... You've just played through this section where you've murdered all these people, you don't necessarily agree with Joel's decision about what he's doing. You don't want to fucking kill these doctors and nurses, but you have to. And you sort of stand there for a little bit. You stand there for like just, 30 Just seconds. over the dock, just proper unloading constantly. Like, I don't want to do this, but I'm just going to keep shooting. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do this. Standing over his corpse, just <laughs> unloading some rounds into it. Um, nah, but it's, it's an interesting thing. And if you haven't played the game, I... I I implore you to play the game um, because this is a very uh, divisive moment as you play it. And uh, as huge, huge ramifications for season two. Uh, we're not going to talk about that in this uh, podcast series because it's just too much. I don't want to spoil anything. 
Um, but let's just say this moment right here is a catalyst for everything. <laughs> so it's very interesting. Uh, there is a cameo in this room. Can't talk about it here. Also have to talk about it in Clicker Corner because it's quite spoilery. And uh, Joel carrying Ellie is a great mirror of the first episode with Sarah, right, guys? Mm. You reckon? Yep. The way he's carrying her to safety. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very deliberate. Yep. Very deliberate, yeah. It'd be weird if he carried Lovely. her in a different way, though. If he was like, dragging her out by the foot, yeah. she was a bit knackered. Fireman's lift. <laughs> yeah, a little fireman's lift. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Why are you balancing on um, your head? It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah. Why are you giving her a piggyback? Just put you anyway. on the giraffe that's been with me the whole time. <laughs> Get on nibbles. We'll stop by the gift shop on the way down to the car park, pick up a giraffe toy and go, look, it's like that thing we saw earlier. Anyway, in the car park, as he's getting in the car with Ellie, Marlene confronts him at gunpoint. She says it's not too late. He can still leave her, leave, and Ellie can save the world. Uh, we then cut to Joel in the car, looking sad. <laughs> He then hears Ellie wake up mm -hmm. and we see through a flashback, he actually shoots Marlene and then shoots her again in the head, uh, saying that they'll only just follow them. Mm. He then lies to Ellie, saying she's not that special after all. You're not even special. I love the way they kept the editing like the game here because it's fucking fantastic. I love it. I just, I love the way this is constructed with Marlene's final plea. Then you cut to the car and you're like, oh, for that split second, you're like, oh. And then he goes back and you <laughs> see what he's done. And fucking hell, it is brutal. It is so fucking cold and brutal uh, that, oh, man. Oh, I mean, if and, and it'd be worse to leave her to bleed out. It's a mercy kill. I it? agree. I, I agree. If he was I laughing agree. when but he did it, that would be a bit mad. I mean, you'd be like, oh, why are they... <laughs> You'll just come after us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he said one of the puns or something. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'll just kill why? me. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Imagine that signs off of a pun. Mm. Do you reckon that should be Ellie's, uh, like, signature move? She signs, Before she kills anyone, she just signs off of a pun. Yeah, That'd why not? Interesting. It'd be good. Why not? Um... Now, this is the moment where I will say that, and we've talked about this in the preview podcast, that um, Joel is such a fascinating character. He's essentially the villain <laughs> of the game. And you've played this character for the whole time and, you know, we've watched him and you've seen now the thing that he is truly capable of doing. For love, and we talked about this in the in the in the hot take that love is the story, you know, uh, and they've talked about how love, the showrunners have talked about how love is this amazing thing, but it's also a horrible thing if used incorrectly, and this is <laughs> that perfect, <laughs> that perfect fucking instance where right, you've love used is love incorrectly. Mate. This is a public. But no, seriously, like, you think about it, like, Joel's no, love for Ellie. But, you know, if it's a tube that other people use, it's just not... <laughs> do you know what I mean? You just can't. Um, it's not allowed. What do you think about Joel being the villain? Is it... I mean, he's the villain if you prescribe to a particular philosophical standpoint. Like... Yeah. I don't know. Is it ever villainous to 
defend the people you love by whatever means yes. necessary. Yes. Yes, it is. Well, <laughs> yes, it is. Maybe. But I, I think every every person has their own world that they that they care about. I agree. And with that know, as well. Joel's not Joel's not I mean, maybe he is. I, I was gonna say he's not looking for like personal gain here. It's to save oh, yes, he is, yes. somebody's <laughs> who he cares about. It's to save their life. And it's to save him fucking self. Yes. He makes his decision to save himself. Remove Ellie from the situation. He is doing this because he can't lose another kid again. Right? Mm. Now, Joel is my fa- one of my favourite characters ever. And he does the thing that characters like Jamie in Game of Thrones do for me. Oh, which he is didn't do that, did he? They- what? <laughs> well, Didn't even have a sister. Jamie's the opposite. Jamie's the opposite. He tries to kill a kid to fucking. But anyway, yeah. we'll move on to that another time. Mm-hmm. Um, but these morally grey characters are why I love stories. Like it's just you, you root for them, and then you're appalled by some decisions they make, and you still love them. And it's a fucking great philosophical debate, and we can talk about it more in the well, season wrap up. If good, you want, good but. people do bad things, but it doesn't make them they bad do. people. Correct. That's, I, I agree with that as well, John. I agree with that as well. I love Joel as a character, and I, I just I'd love having this conversation with people now. And now everyone can, you know, has seen the show and hasn't played the game, has experienced this story, and I hope they also are having he's this been, very interesting. He's been scaring debate. people on the street. What do you think of Joel and his grey character? <laughs> Sorry, sir. I've been doing that thing that like celebrities with their comedy shows do where they walk around in the street oh, the comedy shows yeah those <laughs> comedy shows uh just asking people in the street shit random mm. shit um anyway uh we then see joel and ellie days later as they make their way back to jackson joel talks about sarah and how her and ellie would have been great friends ellie is however conflicted and as they overlook jackson she tells joel about riley and then lists off all that they have been through and all the people that have died. She then makes him swear that what he said about the fireflies was true. He pauses, then swears it is. Ellie stares at him and says, okay, as the season ends. Mm. Mm. Yes, I mean, she knows it's bullshit and uh, he's a terrible liar and he knows that she knows, basically. Uh, I'm playing the track of music here. They've actually used it earlier this season. Um, which I thought was a bizarre decision because this track is so synonymous with the end, but they've used it again at the end. Um, I love it. I love the way this is edited as well, <laughs> how it just pauses uh, before she says okay. And we talked about this in the hot take, how, and I've talked about this in the preview podcast, in the spoiler section of the preview podcast, because I didn't want to spoil the ending for anyone who didn't know what's going to happen. Um, the look that Ellie gives Joel in the game is fucking perfect i don't know there's so many fucking things going on in that girl's head at that moment in time (laughs) that i I was very worried that they'd be able to replicate that end shot goes (laughs) boss-eyed imagine that um but fuck me bella ramsey's acting here in this look is phenomenal because we talked about it in the hot take gas didn't we how she's trying to portray conflict here like, she knows what Joel has done, but she has no other choice than to 
go along with this fiction that he's created. It's a fucking difficult thing to act. Uh, Over-egging it a little bit, aren't we? Like, No, there is no over-egging here, John. It, it is, is a, a little perfection. Right, isn't it? It's very good. It's very good. It's, it's a very good perfection. look. Perfection. Mm. All right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, eat your fucking pie and shut shut up, John. <laughs> eat, your Perfect, pie. Right? eat your pie. Eat your pie. He scoffed down his dinner. Did you have pie? No. Out of interest? <laughs> what a guess. Had, uh, what did you beef have? Beef stew. So there you go. Oh, so similar. It's something that goes in a pie, in a way. It's just the, the yep. pie without the pastry. I just I just love yes. the like surprise that you didn't have pie. Mm, what else yep. could he have had? <laughs> He's British. That's all they fucking eat. Yeah. That's all we eat. They. Pies, apparently. <laughs> they. All right, come on, let's get on with it. Um, it's a terrible look. Get on with it. <laughs> nah. Um, but do you got? Do you like the way it ended, John? Just that is the end of the season. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought some of that, some of the talk before the questioning was a bit random. Like him talking about his daughter and stuff. Like we've crossed that bridge, haven't we? Like, I think he's trying to distract her from the terrible thing that's, <laughs> that's happened. Yeah. Remember when we saw those drafts the ultimate earlier? That was mad, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is the ultimate way of making him seem more sympathetic again to her, talking about his dead daughter. The grief that he has been through losing his daughter makes... Because like you said, John, he knows that she knows what's happened mm. yeah, yeah but he knows that she knows that he knows <laughs> that she yeah. so mm. he's trying to soften it by saying look i've lost so much i can't lose you as well that's not softening it though is it just, like just go i can't wait until we get back i'll have a beer with my brother and we'll we'll go to the cinema and we'll watch that wolf film <laughs> true yeah that dawn of the wolf part two yeah. you can finally watch it or curtis and the viper part two mm. you know yeah. yeah, even like if he said to watch. it, like that would have been good, wouldn't it? Imagine if he'd have referenced that film that they were watching on the day that she died. Would have been interesting. Where he would turn around and said, been, "Do you know yeah. what? Uh, I never got to see this all the way through. Fancy watching that later?" Mm, well, John, John, there's a spoiler for season two in there, son. I can't, you know. So you just no, they, calm yourself down. Yeah. Wait till season two. Good writing, though, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be Not too on two. the nose. Don't you, don't you, uh... No, I was talking about my dead daughter earlier. Yeah. Oh God. How long's this hill? Um, Gaz, you you like the ending? Didn't yeah, you? I did. I did. I really like the ending. Um, Not that bit. I like... think all of Joel's chatter is is yeah, like you say, it's to distract Ellie from thinking too much. Um, yeah. About anything. Stop that's thinking. Um, and yeah. What are you I looking mean... at me like that for? <laughs> it was the. The ending from the game, as you've banged on about constantly for the last ten years, is iconic, and yeah. and it's it's yeah. beautifully replicated here. Um, so yeah, big fan, and that Pedro's fantastic as well. Yeah, it's, his acting, it's all is good. It's all good acting, unbelievable. Um, and you know, I'll be interested to see if this now stays with everyone else that hasn't played the game. I I do think this is one of those endings like Inception, um, where it's not about what you believe happens, whether the piece topples down or stays up. <laughs> Hold it, on. It's what, 
Oh, no, spoiler don't. warnings for Inception spoilers. here. People may not have seen it. <laughs> yeah, but that, out of context, Christ. that means nothing for people who haven't seen Inception. I'm just saying that. No, but if you, you're halfway through, you give me like, right, okay, now I know. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, it's not about the fucking outcome. It's just about what it means. Yes, you know what, what the characters I mean? choose to believe yes. and the, the reality yes. that they accept. Exactly, and that is fucking fantastic. And it, it, for me, stands up there as one of those great endings in cinema and media that you will think about for a long time. And I hope it, it does stay with you because it's very I powerful. think about it anyway. Inception ending. There you go. <laughs> there you, so, see, yeah. Gareth, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Some things just stay with you. I don't you think know what else stays with us. Comparable, um, to be honest, but, you know. That's you, isn't it? Yeah, but you're grumpy and you've not enough pie, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what does stay with us? Click a corner and it's coming up next, baby. Hello, welcome to the last click a corner of the season. Wee. I don't think there'll be one in the season wrap-up because nah. we've pretty much done all these, haven't we? Mm. Um, let's Let's get on with it. Uh, Ellie's mum, of course, we talked about, is played by uh, you know Ashley Johnson. What? And whoa, who is Ellie in the games? Um, and what is interesting is Ellie's mum doesn't feature in the games at all. And uh, all the evidence you have of her existence is a note that you have in Ellie's backpack. And when you play as Ellie during the winter section, you can actually, and if anyone who hasn't played the game, you should do this, um, when you actually play as Ellie you can look in her backpack at notes and important artifacts that she has in there you can easily miss that like there's no reason for you to do that like you have to like delve into the menus to do it and there's a note from her mother to her uh from Anna and it's very lovely to read there's also the switchblade which Anna you know instructs Marlene to give Ellie here and uh that switchblade is obviously very important it's Ellie's main weapon throughout both games um guitar guitar joel mentions there's a guitar in the rv and uh, joel is actually a very nifty guitar guitar player still sticking with it guitar and um he wants to teach her and that is going to be a major major plot point in season two um and if you thought music was good in this season just wait till season two, people. It's going to get even better. Turns out the way to stop the infected is guitar sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Uh, there's a moment where, uh, before they see the drafts, where Joel's like, oh, I'll just give you a boost up to get this uh, ladder. Yeah. And that is literally probably the most overused mechanic in the game. The only mechanic that I'd say that's used more is ferrying Ellie around on a fucking pallet of wood <laughs> over bodies of water because she can't swim. Yeah. And it baffles me that this season we didn't have one scene of that. Mm. Why? That just would have been such a nod. To well, they the did nod the to it, didn't they? In episode one or two. Yeah, they did, but they didn't do it. Anyway. Well, she wasn't following Joel properly. Um, she was kind of just like... Just stuck. Going, oh, come on, what's going on? Shuffling. What are you doing? Shuffling. No, yeah. Don't go that no. way. Yeah. Fucking AI. You can't trust them, can you? Yeah. Um, unless it's chat GPT, apparently. Anyway. No, don't uh, trust the, 
don't trust it, people. Uh, infected. And Gareth, you had an issue with this. So before reaching the fireflies um, in the game, you take on like a mini horde of infected. And Ellie is actually swept away in an overflowing river. And she obviously can't swim, which we just referenced. Uh, Joel rescues her, takes her to the banks of this, like where the water's overflowing and um, he's administering CPR when the fireflies knock him out and you don't know what's happened to Ellie. You know, she's un fully unconscious and technically dead at that point. Um, now, it's way more effective than the fucking <laughs> flashbang, which is what John had an issue with. Um, and obviously the, the scene I've just described would have cost them a lot of money. Um, so I think they just sacked it off, to be honest with you, John. Yes. Sorry. Um, but that sounds better to you, right? Well, obviously. Yeah, sounds a lot better, I'm doesn't it? Um, <laughs> I only had 43 minutes, though. So that would have been a bit weird. <laughs> That's right. Surprised you weren't That's bothered right. by it then. Um, I, I, uh, I thought you would have. Yeah, he doesn't care, liked does he? Another mass infected. No, I. I I, I really, I really wanted that, but as I've talked about throughout the season, Last of Us T-shirt and pants, yay! <laughs> <sighs> I wish I was infected. Why haven't I put those infected in? <laughs> Mel, more pie. Yeah. Um, more pie, please. More pie um, for no, myself. I am, uh, I am, I am annoyed that they didn't do it, but I understand why they didn't do it. It's just not the way the show's gone with the infected, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but maybe season two, there'll be more of them, uh, which will be interesting. Would... Uh, giraffes. Uh, but hold, hold on, hold on. I mean, and it makes more sense for Joel to be nervous when he wakes up in the hospital. Like if he was, if in the game he's doing CPR and then he gets knocked out, it's like, what the fuck? That's like, right. Is she dead or, or what? So exactly, and there is that that element to it for the player as well. You're like, what the? F Where's Ellie? Like, you're worried, you know. Um, so yeah, that you know, but I understand why they didn't do it. I reckon it would have been very, very hard to do well. Couldn't be asked, but we'll, you know, <laughs> couldn't be asked. Hey, can you? We got to cut ten minutes out this episode. We have got to get down to forty three minutes. For fuck's Pedro's sake. Like, I've got a um, Mando free. So come on. Yeah, hurry this up. That's right. Grogu's waiting for me in the so um, giraffes uh, like for like from the game. Um, apparently, the CGI is the same according to John, uh, and we actually see no, according stuffed to both giraffes. <laughs> Let's not make this a me thing. <laughs> according to John, <laughs> according to John, uh, we actually see stuffed giraffe toys throughout the season. There's actually they appear in three previous episodes. Uh, in uh, the streets in episode two when they're in the infected episode you see a stuffed giraffe a cutaway of it it's also in the bedroom of uh, where Ellie is in Jackson where she finds the diary of the girl who lived before and they have that huge falling out um, so you see these stuffed giraffe toys as signposts throughout the show which I thought was quite cool there was a secret cameo uh, in the surgery uh, room the operating theatre and that was Laura Bailey and she is, uh, she's one of the nurses. She's, you know, covered up. She's playing one of the nurses here in the show. However, she actually plays a huge character in season two. Uh, Abby. Gigantor. And, uh, oh, Abby, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And she, <laughs> she won't be playing her next season, of course. Uh, I'm actually fascinated to know who they will cast as Abby. Uh, but it is a nice cameo here. And Laura Bailey uh, was fucking phenomenal. In Last of Us Part Two, I thought you were going to say in the scene. Like, mm -hmm. Didn't do a lot. <laughs> no, in Last of Us no, Part Two, it'd be so lame, wouldn't it? 
wonderful. <laughs> oh, the way that she that she unhooked five, five, five loops. <laughs> uh, change that shirt, Len. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, let's just talk about the ending. Your shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. great. Let's talk about the ending. I'm happy that they didn't change the ending at all. Um, and the thing about when you play the game is, uh, when it finished, it, you didn't need part two. The game could have ended there. The universe of The Last of Us could have ended there. And in a way, it would have been extremely satisfying. It is one of the most satisfying endings ever. Um, but they did make a part two. And people questioned before it came out, did it need to exist? And the resounding answer after it has been played is yes. No, yes, it is did. maybe. And I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see. Is money. One, I can't wait to see Gaz play it. Uh, and two, I can't wait to see everyone else's reaction to the events of part two. And that's it for Clicker Corner this season. So we try and, and cast moving on uh, to Abby. What do you reckon? You got any shouts? I actually don't have any shouts. Good. I think it's a very That's ended um, that segment diff- of the show. I, I tell you what. I tell you what, John. I tell you what, John. We'll talk about that in the season wrap up. Because oh, okay. Think We've be got other yeah. people have fun. said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah. I need to see who's been linked because I think I think they've probably cast already. Linked. To be honest, I don't yeah. know the rumors. <laughs> um, let's move on to listener <laughs> feedback, our favorite section. I'm sorry that we didn't get um, all your feedback in this week because we did record very early. If you have sent us an email or you want to send us an email, you can do so at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and if it hasn't been read out here, it will be read out in the season wrap-up in a few weeks' time. Um, so still send us emails in, get your thoughts across on the season as a whole, what you think of that ending, if you've played the games, if you haven't played the games, if you like our critiques, if you don't like our critiques, etc. Now, feedback. Uh, Dante has written in and said, uh, short one, but important. I don't feel you guys are being as critical as your name lends. There are massive problems with this show. And personally, I think they're rushing everything. Every character in the show uh, is on for such a small amount of time. I'm confused to anyone... Uh, how anyone gets attached to any character before they're dead and gone. I love what you guys do and the critical breakdowns of everything in a show. I feel that is slightly being missed on me in your Last of Us breakdowns, though. Thank heavens for John. Never thought I'd hear that sentence. <laughs> Never thought I'd hear that sentence. Uh, I like, Dante, I think, has been a long, long-time supporter of ours. So, um, Correct. You know, big, big fan. But... Hmm. You think I think he's peaked. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel I don't feel obligated <laughs> to to like to find fault in things if as I'm watching it I'm I'm really enjoying the ride and to, to, I totally understand that as a criticism. It's perfectly valid that certain things were rushed and that is a reasonable thing to say. Doesn't mean that doesn't have to be imparted on everybody. We don't all have to share mm-hmm. that same view and. To be to be honest, I think in the end that did that did come home to roost. Like it, it, in that final episode, it was things were rushed, and I think it was a, a bit of a shame that it didn't end on a five blueberry episode for me because I've loved this series, and I think personally, it's we'll talk about this in the in the wrap up. But this is the best video game adaptation ever, 
and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no maybe, maybe uh, as, slim as pickings a, there mate uh, well it is but as a response <laughs> to having a video game adaptation that has done that, that's been so great maybe uh, there is a bit more enthusiasm towards towards it but um yeah there's definitely yeah, i'm not gonna, i agree I, with you guys i'm not gonna be forced to change my views on it because we've got critical in our name like that's not what that means i i, I do think that of course we've been glowing in our reviews this season and it has been hard for us to pick up on negatives but i do think like you said it's come home to roost a bit in this episode i have mentioned several times about the time and worried about this 43 minute runtime of the final episode john's mentioned it as well and yeah it is a bit rushed do i think there could have been another episode in here 100 percent. what why why not give more time to these characters yes it might have been a slower episode yes it might have only got three or four blueberries but it would have given more context to joel's decision at the end of the season and i have no issue with that i also have no issue with showing more of the fireflies i had no issue if they wanted to show more fedra i think there's some really interesting political situations that are going on in the world that they live in right now in these characters live in that you could shine a light on more and that is what they did with Kathleen. Maybe take some time away from fucking Kathleen <laughs> and well, give it to some other interesting concepts. Yes, but, you know, I, I, I got hammered for picking on her early on in... in... No, you didn't. Yes, we, I we did. We said to you... By who? No, the, second, <laughs> the second episode. No, not, oh, not yeah, you yeah. two, just Mel- Melanie Linsky in, in general. It was not, like, I, I'm annoyed how high I've scored some of those episodes. They were not good. No, but but the Sam and Henry stuff deserve five blueberries oh, because it's and, fucking brutality. And I will say that as well in response to that point that that Dante made. For me, the and, and maybe it didn't work for Dante, and that's fine. But I that was one of the things I was blown away by in this series is how well they make you care about characters that have only been on yes. screen for an episode. I they 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 did we made a point of that, that. several times. Yeah, and and some people have used that against the show now. It after the full season, saying that was the formula for the show, and it is in a way. But wow, what a skill to make me personally, me personally, and some other people obviously feel connected to these characters in one episode. <laughs> I think back to Bill and Frank, and I still think now, retrospectively, looking at that episode, it's even better. <laughs> you know, I look back at that episode and I think, wow, what a fantastic episode of television. Um, one of the best I've ever seen. Well, thanks for the email, Dante. I hope we've, you know, I hope we've been critical in this episode, which I, I, I think we have. Like, you know, we're always critical. John, always John was critical. right. We are. John, we John was right. This episode has things in there that could be five bloobs. There are some of the best moments of the season. But why did they make it forty-three minutes? Baffling. Anyway, Tanisha's also written in. Um, thanks for the email and said, "Hope I'm not too late." That being said, I approached this series with no context. I started watching when I saw the notification that my favourite podcast was covering the series. HBO has you to thank me for watching. Oh, so I was listening to a different nice. podcast. On to my thoughts. On to my thoughts. This was quite a fascinating series. I didn't approach this knowing what to expect, so each episode was very new for me. If I'm being honest, much of this 
was thought-provoking and interesting until the finale. I wasn't sure what the end goal was. Len, I think another two episodes to conclude the season would have been ideal. Last point, while I wasn't overly impressed with the show, it certainly had its moments. I mostly enjoyed following along with you three. If you weren't covering this, I wouldn't watch. After the finale, I wouldn't really care to watch a season two, although again, I may just watch to keep up with you three. Thanks for all your entertainment. Tanisha from Atlanta, by the way, of Los Angeles. It's not getting glowing reviews, this uh, show so far, is it? <laughs> not in the feedback <laughs> section. Yeah. Um, but I will, it's nice that, you know, people are watching along for us. It's lovely, isn't that it? It is lovely. Thanks, Tanisha. Um, sorry that it hasn't resonated reson- with you. Yeah, resonated in the same way it has for, well, <laughs> me and Len. Um, Len and I. And John. John John will give this season five bloobs in the end, in the season wrap. I'll tell you now. He's scored like six episodes, five bloobs or something. He's a, he's, no, and if he doesn't, I don't, he's no, I don't think I have. There's been, what, nine episodes I've given six, five bloobs? No way. I think you've given five. Actually, five, five bloobs you've given. Well, let's go Let's go back. I, uh, the, the one thing I will... <laughs> Run uh, it back. Like, <clears throat> I'll happily say this now. Uh, this... And again, I had this conversation with uh, with Rich. Uh, there you go. Little yep. shout out, Hi, for Rich. Um, when we pod. were talking about this after like five or six episodes, and he's obviously he also has Last of Us uh, pajamas and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course he does. Yeah, yeah. like Len um, with biscuit and a bit of gravy, <laughs> crumbs. yeah, crumbs and stuff <laughs> all over it. Um, and he was like, "This is." one of the best TV series I've ever seen. And I, like you, Len, I think there's there's a bias at play, which is what course, happened yeah. with me and, and the Watchmen. Because the Watchmen series was as was better than I was hoping, it, like, I, I, I'd go back now and think, how could I not just give every single episode five bloobs? And I gave a lot of mm-hmm. them five bloobs. And and that that series for me is still the best series for a long, long time. Like I would say, The Watchmen is is better than this, um, quite comfortably. But, but that but that's a personal opinion, right? So so I think yeah, there's yeah. a there's a bias at play here that, and it and it goes the other way. Funnily enough, so some of the reviews that are hammering this um, this show, and I say reviews like I'm talking about. I'm not talk- I'm talking about critical reviews. I'm talking about people that give it like one out of ten and things like that. It's because they have such a love for the game and they want it to be something that it's not quite in the show, which uh, and which is a pathetic yeah. stance to take. I'd, uh, Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, good points. And uh, thank you, Tanisha. I'm glad that we kept you company. Uh, during the season i hope that we kept other people company this season as well and and (laughs) and i will say that do do come back for season two i think um you know if they stick to the the main plot points of season two then uh you're in for a wild ride a much more expansive story um this is quite a close story of just a you know two people traveling through the apocalypse um, and season two really opens things up and, and brings new characters in and a lot, a lot more drama. So um, do stick around for that. And of course, I'm glad and I'm very happy that we were able to 
be here with you through the apocalypse, Tanisha. Thank you for your email. Of course, uh, we've got to wrap up now, uh, but we are doing our season wrap up. It won't be out, um, you know, straight away. It'll be a few weeks at least uh, while we digest more of our thoughts. So you've got plenty of time to write in. Do email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a note on one of our socials and uh, we'll try and read it out in the season wrap up with our <laughs> we can read. final blueberry score of the season. Um, and that's it boys that's it last deep dive in the bank done just got to edit it now and get it out there to the big wide world um, beautiful stuff um, of course as I said sponsor us further on Patreon patreon.com forward slash fancritical uh, subscribe to fancritical our main channel uh, or you know any of the channels really but if you are listening on anything that isn't fancritical do search it on any podcast app platform uh, Spotify and subscribe to Fan Critical for more delicious reviews on other things thank you to my fellow survivors John and Gareth Cheers, now mate. let's go attack the day guys and uh, sorry yeah enjoy and survive <laughs> basically yeah. we'll do you say attack the day yeah he did I did I don't know what's like. I'm delirious it's like very early in the morning here and I've had a Red Bull and I'm sort of shaking a bit I don't know yeah. anyway anyway go and attack the, the day listeners yeah attack it attack it yeah good <laughs> Red Bull everybody Chris yeah credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.